Hey friend, do you ever wonder how to wait patiently in different seasons? Are you in a waiting season now? Well, today we have the privilege of talking to our special friend and mentor, Amy, about just that. Make sure to tune in and take notes on this one. You won't want to miss it. friends it's glenda it's natalie and today we have the privilege to talk to our dear friend and w- yes. who we consider our mentor amy yes. um so we welcome you to the podcast amy yes welcome amy hey <laughs> thanks for having me on i appreciate yeah. it yeah and before we get started do you mind just like introducing yourself a little bit to our audience and and kind of like got connected a little bit too. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, sure. Well, uh, my name's Amy. I am a wife. Um, 30 years. We're celebrating 30 years of marriage oh this year. That's is. crazy. Wow. I know, right? Congrats. And uh, we have, thank you. We have three um, adult children and think they're pretty awesome humans. Um, I have worn a lot of hats over the years. I, I had the pleasure of staying home with my kiddos when they were little, but I've been an elementary teacher. I taught school for several years. Um, and then I was really honored to be a part of, we've, we've got to plant a church. And along with that church, we also planted a second location. And I served on staff in a pastoral role there for about nine or 10 years. Um, absolutely love that. My husband and I own a couple of businesses here in town, and uh, I love God's Word. I'm passionate about um, helping other people to fall in love with His Word, too. That's kind of how we met. So we met yes. in church, right? And yes. um, see these uh, two um, precious young women who could be doing anything they wanted to do, and their heart's desire was to be involved in their local church. And you guys just had a magnetism about you. I, you can tell when someone wants to learn, when someone wants to grow. And, um, and, and I was drawn to that in you. So that's kind of how we connected at church and yes. started meeting together. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and it was, it's such a, it was such interesting, like, and, and really like led by God and how yeah, we met, and sure. how we started connecting. Yeah. And, and yeah. I just, I'm so thankful for that. Cause I think yeah. that time of meeting and you kind of helping us learn the word and really get into it helped us really like uh, let us in our direction to, yeah, to it built our faith Christ. a lot yes oh, i'm glad to hear that it, it it builds mine too like i said to see someone who who wants to learn and 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 i have things to learn from you as well and so it's been great for me also so thank you yes awesome. well today we want to talk about you know seasons of waiting and and, and kind of dig a little deep into that so uh, we want to talk about, we all go through these seasons, right? We go through seasons of waiting in life and, and it can be frustrating. Um, but what we want to ask is, what would you say to someone who is kind of in a waiting season um, and how to maybe yeah. go through that? Yeah. Um, 
So it's crazy because none of us, no one likes to wait, right? I mean, (laughs) right. (laughs) And we live in a world of clicks where we can push a button and literally have something delivered to our door. Yeah. And we don't like to wait. We like things that are convenient. Um, But Psalm 25.3 says, no one who waits for the Lord will be ashamed. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to realize that waiting is not a bad thing. Um, It's not a punishment. It is a time for us to, to learn and to grow. And so I think, I think waiting is, is definitely a time for us to learn not only about ourselves, but I think it's a time when God has a lot to teach us about who he is. So the yes. learning season, if it's all in kind of how you look at it, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Perspective for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I, you know, when I'm in a season of waiting, I ask myself a lot of questions um, the easy, the first obvious one usually is why, why am I waiting right now, Lord? Right. That's usually the first one. And so, um, I try to kind of evaluate things, you know, first of all, am I waiting on God or is God waiting on me? Is there a step that I need to take? You know, is he waiting on me to do something or, does he have me waiting because there's something in my life that I need to get right? Is there a sin? Um, is something in the way? Am I not able to hear you? Um, that same Psalm in Psalm 25 says, let integrity and uprightness protect me for I wait expectantly for you. So when I think about that, I think, okay, integrity and uprightness protect me while I'm waiting. So am I waiting under the umbrella of integrity, under the umbrella, right, of righteousness. Mm, And then how am I waiting? Am I waiting expectantly? Am I, you know, expecting to see him move? Um, How do I respond to others while I'm waiting? Am I impatient, right? Am I quick to anger? Um, Or am I looking for ways to champion other people while I'm in the waiting, kind of, you know, getting the focus off of myself? Um, What am I doing with what he's given me right now? What I do have, not just what I'm waiting on, because we can wait on all different, you know, types of things. But what am I doing with my time, with my talent, with my treasure? You know, what am I doing with it? are there things that I need to continue doing until he moves me mm-hmm. or are there things that I need to stop doing altogether so that I can step back and be still and listen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also voices. I think about the voices that I'm listening to. Yeah. Uh, what voices do I need to surround myself with in this season? And what voices do I maybe need to distance myself from? Maybe that's not a good thing. Man, go 2020. Hello. How is that right? And I learned in that season that I needed to turn some things off. Yeah. There was a limit to the amount of news that I needed to hear. Absolutely. I needed to fill myself with some worship and the word of God and, and get my, get my mind in the right place. So, and the more I learn, I would say, you know, the biggest thing in that is, where is my focus? It is my focus all on me in this season. Um, am I saying, you know, God, when are you going to open my door? When are you going to bring the right relationships for me, you know, so that my plans work? Or am I saying, okay, God, my life is not about me. It's about right. you. Right. So how would you have me to bring you glory mm-hmm. today in this situation, in this time? What does that look like? It's kind of, a, I think he puts me in waiting sometimes to reset my right. mind right? To reprogram. So I ask a lot of questions, 
try to listen. Yes. <laughs> so good. I like that because sometimes like those are all like questions that can really help us identify kind of how we're, how we're dealing with it. Cause sometimes, you know, a lot of times people may be in like desperate situation and they, they do get kind of like frustrated with people. They, they get short yeah. with people and, sure. and even their perspectives, but those questions kind of focusing less on you and more on somebody else. That's where it gets you start to realize it's it's not about you and and above that it's really glorifying god through yeah. through it all so i like that those are questions i'm going to use <laughs> that's so good <laughs> well i mean our society doesn't encourage us to think that way again oh, yeah. we're in a very it's a very kind of me centered yes. focused yeah. society and so i think sometimes that god slows us down to make us think a little bit instead of just rush and go with the flow. Um, I don't need society to be the wave that carries me. I need to be listening to him. I need right. to tune into the Holy Spirit and and slow down a little bit yeah. sometimes. So that's so good. Yeah, because it's so easy to just just listen to, like you said, the voices that are just there. You know, if you're on social Absolutely. media, you tend to just kind mm-hmm. of consume that and, like you said, focus more on yourself on on what you're doing. But then when in those moments of waiting, you realize, you know, like you said, this is my life is not my own. Uh, It's God's. And I think those moments of sitting down, it makes you think those moments of sitting down when you're asking questions, it's uncomfortable. Like you, you for sure. Cause it exposes a lot about your own self and your own heart and where your heart is at right now. But you need that moment to change your heart so that you're yeah. open to experience yes. and do more of what he has wants us to do. Yeah. When you're wound up in the moment, right? When you feel like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you're just all about this one thing. Um, you can lose sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to be introspective. Like you just said, you don't want to stop and evaluate where you're at. Yeah. And so, so yeah, waiting is definitely a time. A time. How many times have you been somewhere and you have to wait if it's at a restaurant or yes. a doctor's <laughs> office or whatever. And the first thing people do now is what? Pull out their phone. Yeah. Right. Yes. Cause we don't even want to be alone with our own thoughts. Yeah. I mean, so you know, it's such a, it's, it's a practice that um, yeah. we're designed, we're designed to do. It's yeah. so crazy how, that makes me think it's so interesting because in the Bible, it says, you know, we're made for relationships and people. Yeah. And it's interesting that even though like social media, you can connect with more people, it, it's not likely that you're connecting on a very like intentional way. Yeah. And so then you're just, you're losing that. So like, it's, it's interesting. We go to social media to connect with people, but actually you're getting just further away, you know? And again, it's not very introspective. It's more of a, what, what, what facade do I want people to see versus when I sit down with you one-on-one or face-to-face, we're looking at each other. You can tell by my body language. You can, you can look in my eyes and say, Hey, is everything okay with you? And we may have a a deeper conversation that I would have never had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So true. Um, Another question we have is, for example, what have you learned in, in certain seasons of waiting in your life? What came out of that? Yeah, well, that, again, is kind of where those questions come from. Mm-hmm. Um, each, it's a time to look back and reflect, to figure out where I'm at, where my focus is, um, where are my, um, my priorities, 
I think that's probably been a big one over the years. So um, I think that waiting is a time for me to, again, just be still, think about what it is that God is teaching me in this season and what he's teaching me about himself. Mm. And then waiting for him to lead me into the next step, not running off ahead of him. I definitely have a tendency to say, yeah. oh, okay, God, is this the direction you want me to go? And boom, I'm off. Yeah. And yeah. saying, no, hang on. You know, I want to, I want to take that. I'm doing that with you. We're doing this side by side. Oh, yeah. You follow me. I'm not following you. So um, yes. again, I just, I need a reset. I need a yeah. reset a lot. And as I look back over life, I think honestly, in a lot of ways, it's a lot of wait. There's a lot of seasons of waiting mixed in with the opposite of that, which I would think are these seasons of harvest mm. times when you see these things happening, when you're kind of in your zone yeah. and you know, as you get older, you can see how in one area of your life, you're in a season of waiting, but at the very same time in another part of your life, maybe you're not. Yeah. So for example, as a woman and a mom, maybe I feel like I'm in a season of waiting when it comes to my career or my passions outside of my home, but maybe within my home, I'm seeing a harvest of things that I've been instilling in my children or with my husband. Yeah. So you may, you may be juggling those seasons. It's not always, yeah. it's, you know, where it's where your focus is, I think. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. For sure. A lot of times when we're in those times of seasons, we're like, we think we're on our own. Like a lot of times because like, nothing is happening. We're like, oh, we have to try to do this ourselves, but God's yes. like, I'm right there. I'm doing this yes. with you. I need you to trust me. So yes. that's, yeah, because it can lead to where you take matters into your own hands and mm -hmm. maybe it gets a little worse or things become more complicated instead of like having that moment where you slow down or you, you went through those questions. Um, I remember reading the Magnolia story with Chip and Joanna Gaines and yes. Joanna talks about a part in her, her life when God told her to stop something. And she said how like hard that was for her because it's something she really loved. But until like she actually obeyed that mm -hmm. is when doors opened to, for things to, to happen like beyond what she even imagined. I think that's what sometimes God does during those Absolutely. seasons, even when it's, it's painful. It feels very painful. Absolutely. He, he, he says he'll do so much more than we could imagine um, if we would just, you know, wait yeah. and be obedient. So um, I can look back and remember when um, we, we were very involved at the church um, that we attended when we got married and we had developed just some deep relationships deeply loved the people that we did life with there in that church. And um, yet there was a stirring within us that God wanted to do something different, but we did not know what that, what that was. Mm -hmm. And when the opportunity arose um, to be a part of planting uh, another church um, within the, in the area, it was such a, it was such a foreign thing to some of the people who we knew and loved for us to look at them and say, we love you and we love what we're doing with you, but we have to leave. We have yeah. to go. And that was painful. And some people understood that and said, you know, go, we, we would love for you to do this. We encourage you in this. And yet other people, they didn't understand. And um, so 
a lot of times when we follow God, if we, if we wait and we seek him and we take a step, we may think this step is going to make no sense. It makes yeah. no sense to me, or maybe it makes no sense to other people, but yeah. sometimes we just have to take the step. And when I look back now at the harvest, oh my gosh, that came from that, something we never, ever, ever would have imagined. That was totally God. And yes. had nothing to do with us and everything to do with him. Mm-hmm. So yes, he will ask you to do things that maybe make no sense to you yes. in that moment. Yes. But when you know he's doing it, he, he's asking you, take this step. Are you willing to take this step with me? That kind of leads into like, what can people hold on to when they're waiting? You know, sure. um, maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. So our seasons change but the disciplines, they never change. Mm, Um, We've got to stay in those things that keep us focused. It's kind of like when I mentioned COVID and, and knowing that I had to focus on worship, focus on the word, get get out of the craziness. Right. So um, holding on to God's word, being consistent and spending that time with him Um, prayer. Oh my goodness. We have got to, um, just continually put things before him and and not just your request, but living mm. uh, under a mindset of thankfulness. Mm. I think that makes a huge difference, especially when you're in a season of waiting. Mm. Um, I need to focus on what I have to be thankful for, focus on what it is that God's doing day and night and being thankful, um, spending time worshiping him. I, I like to use that uh, image of a sponge. I think you've heard me mention it yes, before, you know, whatever yes. I'm filling myself with when I get squeezed, that's, what's going to come out. Yeah, wow. And so, um, worshiping and filling myself with the right things. And I would also say spending time with other believers. Mm-hmm. We need to surround ourselves with people who, um, are also in the word, who are also praying, who are praying with us and for us and who we can pray for and encourage and then serve. Again, we mentioned before, when you are getting your focus off yourself and you're serving other people, oftentimes that's when things open up for you and you realize, oh, okay, here it is all along. So just those disciplines, holding on to that um, is very important when you're in a season of waiting. Yeah, I I can for sure like agree with all of that because I, I, certain times, like I remember when I was kind of going through a really um, difficult waiting season, I remember like scripture was the number one thing that just helped. And then all those things with it empowered me and just kind of got me through it really. Um, Mm -hmm. And then being intentional. And I know it's like, it's COVID. So it's still a little bit hard sometimes to um, connect with people, but even things like a, a zoom chat or yeah. you know facetime and and being willing to take that time to really get uh, ask each other like how are you really doing instead of just right. how are you doing you know yeah <laughs> so, exactly. so those um conversations can be ha- you know be between people and and it absolutely yeah. and can i say to you about the word when you're in the word and you're faced with a situation maybe you're making a decision i can think of several examples in my life where there was a change. There was a, a, a big decision to be made. And I wasn't sure, I wasn't positive which direction to go. And as I took that before the Lord and then just daily in my quiet time, as I'm reading, there were things that I felt like he was showing me through scripture that directed me. And so once I felt like I had a verse to hold on to, once I felt like I had a word from him, then I could take that step. And when things bombarded me, right, after I took the step, I could still go back to, nope, I'm standing on this. This is the word he gave me, right? Mm -hmm. And so I can continue moving forward because 
I feel like I have this word from God. That is, that is a truth in my life that I can hold on to. So it's powerful that way. Yeah, for sure. And, and something you mentioned just a minute ago, which kind of is connected to this next question, which is like, are there, are there mindsets that we can change about the seasons of waiting? You mentioned like that thankfulness, that like gratitude. Yeah. Our gratitude. Absolutely. Like it's so easy in your season of waiting to really be kind of bummed out. Just, just really kind of like a, like a Eeyore. You're just like, nothing is (laughs) (laughs) just, and that can really kind of lead into uh, other people's lives. So you become kind of almost toxic in a way, but like how can we just transform our mindset to that more positive outcome? Absolutely. We have to remember that. God is not up there saying, okay, you need a timeout. I'm going to stick you in this big timeout chair and you get to watch everyone else, but you don't get to play. Right. I mean, that's not, now I'm not saying there aren't times when he draws us back because there is something he needs to address in our life, but, but waiting is not punishment. Mm. And I think that that's something that we have to recognize because, um, I don't want to sit on the bench, right? I want to be in the game, but Waiting is not a punishment. It's a time where, again, where I can learn. So we have to shift our perspective and our mindset in that season. Okay, God, while I'm on this bench, what can I learn about about this game? What is it that you want to teach me? How can I be a better cheerleader on this bench to those who are in that game? How can I be on my knees more um, to support them? How can I grow and develop my own skills so that when it's time for me to be in the game, I'm going to be able to provide the best part that I can. And ultimately, again, in all of that, how am I going to bring glory to you in the process? Because sometimes when I'm in the game and I have on my jersey with my name on the back, Mm -hmm. right? It's all about me. And so again, thank you, Lord, for what you've given me, but it's all from you. Every skill, every ability, every opportunity. I am yours. Mm. And, and so allow your mind to be reprogrammed, reset, and remember that this is not necessarily punishment, mm. um, but it's a time to learn, a time to grow, yeah. and a time to, to be prepared for whatever it is that he has next. So, so yeah. good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> um, I know for like for me, it's helped to do a gratitude journal and like write. Oh, yeah. I, I, some people do it in the morning. I do it at night. It just helps me to kind of go through my day at the end and just recognize, even if it's, it's not anything significant, like it, it is significant as you kind of collect it and mm-hmm. you realize you're looking for it, but um, it could be something as little as like getting to hang out with somebody or just, you know, whatever uh, it may be, but you, you're looking for ways that um, life is still very good because of what you're living and, yeah. and you're, God is Absolutely. helping you through it. Um, but it changes your perspective. And I can tell when I don't do that consistently, mm-hmm. my mindset, like my, my, the way I think really changes. So when I, and, and I've been doing it now for a while, so it's been a little bit of a habit, but like yeah. definitely when I don't do it, I can, I notice. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I know that like, so I tend to journal like just days in my life when even if it's a happy day or like a hard day, I just tend to write it down. And it's so interesting. Like sometimes I go back in those journals and I find it crazy what I thought was a problem or a worry or (laughs) such a, a, a crazy 
thing then was so minute. Like it was, right. it, and even and more importantly, it was showing me God's faithfulness in yes. all of it. Yes. And I'm just like, well, he got me through that. He can get me through now. You know? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. A hundred percent. So two things, if I can, um, Natalie, on what you were saying about just being thankful and how you do that at night. Um, we used to have a, uh, there is a practice that we do when, when I'm taking someone through a study, like one-on-one with God. Mm-hmm. So we give them a sheet of stickers, just tiny little heart stickers. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, put these all over the place. Put one on your mirror, put one on your steering wheel in your car, put one on your refrigerator, like anywhere that you're going to look throughout the day. And the, and the process is that that's a reminder that every time you see that sticker, you just stop and say, I love you, God. Oh, wow. Thank That's, you, yes. God. Thank you, God. Whatever that is. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just, it's a visual reminder so that not you are, it, it kind of helps you to develop that habit throughout the day all the time so that when you see that crazy looking bird fly across the sky and you just think, wow, God. That's amazing. Like, thank yeah. you, God, for this. Or, you know, your, yes. your, your heightened awareness of his presence and what he does for you. And um, Glenda, and what you're saying, the, pro- the process and for both of you, that journaling is so good and so yeah. important, I think. And something that was not natural for me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I would encourage anyone who's not journaling just to take the time, even if it's a line a day. Yeah. Um, I'm actually finishing up a five-year journal where you just do a few lines <gasps> a day. And it's been the coolest thing to, now that I'm on the fifth year, I can go back and look at wow. the past four years on that same day, what was happening. So fun. <laughs> but even more so than that, it's, it's so powerful, as you mentioned, Linda, to go back and remember what God has done. If he, his timing is so perfect. You yeah. know, if we had done X, Y, Z and not waited or, and I'll give you an example, a simple one, but we just built a home mm-hmm. and we love our home, but man, we've had our land for five years before we built this house. Mm-hmm. And then even when we started, um, we're about three fourths of the way f- through it when COVID hit. And I'm thinking, oh, what's going to happen? You know, what is this going to mean? Do we stop? What's happening here? And, um, but the Lord, we, I I thought, okay, no, Lord, you have so clearly brought us to this process. I see your hand all over it. I trust your timing. We were able to finish and get in the house. And then just, just two days ago this week, I was talking to our builder and he said, Amy, do you realize if you were building your house right now versus the time you were building it last year, the cost would be twice as much because the way that lumber prices have been affected, the way these things have happened. And there've been several other instances where again, I'm just reminded, thank you, Lord, (laughs) your timing was perfect. You know, I, I I trust you. I trust you. Um, those simple reminders, how quickly we forget, Mm. right. Or how we pray about something. And and we're talking about waiting expectantly. We pray, and then when he does it, we're like, oh my gosh, yes. he did it, right? <laughs> yes. Versus, oh, we're so surprised. <laughs> yes, we're so surprised. Um, but waiting expectantly, praying and keeping that before him, celebrating when he does it. And, and then I, I am a firm believer that you tell people what he did. Right. Wow. You celebrate yes. that. Yes. Let me tell you how God provided this. Wow. Thing. You know, yes. I, I want, again, the glory goes back to him. Yeah. The glory goes back to him. So, yeah. And, and that kind of like makes me think maybe in your life or maybe have you ever like noticed patterns of seasons of waiting or, or certain things that kind of lead to it or 
help you out of it, but any patterns that you notice with seasons of waiting and just yeah. So you know, in thinking in thinking through that, I think I mentioned earlier, kind of looking over your life and thinking, okay, there are kind of these mixed seasons of of waiting, and then what I would call harvesting. Yeah. And really, I think the pattern there in our life is a lot like farming and agriculture, right? And the soil. Yeah. And so there's this season where the soil has to be prepped and plowed. Yeah. Right. And so I think personally, there are times when I, again, when you feel that stirring within you, uh, almost like God's plowing the soil, like yeah. there's something, there's something coming, something he wants to do. Right. Yeah. And then there's this time of, of planting. And if you recognize it, maybe that's a time when God is surrounding you with, um, a repeating, a repeating, um, thought or that, that one thing that you just can't let go of, you know, that one thing that's real heavy on you that normally would not have been heavy on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe he's just planting different truths and things in your life that are, are being deep within the soil. And then there's a season of once those seeds are in the ground where he feeds and waters that, right? Yeah. And so this is interesting. How, how is the soil fed? Mm -hmm. Well, they put manure, right? Yes. (laughs) On the soil. And I was, I I heard someone recently define manure as an agent that softens hardened soil. Wow. So if you think about that, I mean, I don't like being buried in the crap, right? (laughs) I mean, there are times I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like it's just, it's raining on me and it stinks and it's gross. And you know, no one is enjoying this right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not enjoying this right now, but it's oftentimes in that season of waiting, a season that looks like you're just got the manure being piled on top of you, but that's oftentimes how he's softening that Mm -hmm. hardened part of your heart or he's showing you something right that you need to see. Um, it's all in how we look at it, yeah. right? We're in the midst of it. And that's easy for me to say right now if yeah. I'm not in a season of having you right. know, crap piled on me. But yeah. along with that feeding and that watering, then things begin to grow. Mm. And just when you kind of, have you ever been in the season where you're like, okay, I think something's starting to happen. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, he has to prune you a little bit. Yep. He has yeah. to pull out some weeds, right? And that is no more fun than the manure in my opinion. So um, (laughs) I do think there's that time of waiting when he's pruning. And the best part though, is when we recognize that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Because I sometimes think I can get caught in that season and not realize what's happening. And so I think the Lord's like, okay, well, we'll just sit here. However long it's going to take for you to get this. I can keep pruning, right? (laughs) But once you've walked through it, once he's plowed and planted and fed and and pruned, then the harvest comes. Yeah. Right. And that is so sweet. Yeah. And you just want to ride that season and enjoy it. Um, and soak it in and, and keep pointing back to him. Mm-hmm. And then after the harvest, though, you know what happens? The farmer oftentimes lets that soil rest again, yep. right? Before he's ready to start the process over. Yeah. And so you're back kind of in that season of waiting yeah. again. Yeah. And, and the plowing and the whole thing mm-hmm. starts over. And so to me, there's this pattern. And again, when I look at my life, I can see how in my home, while that season was on one track, maybe in my career or, or business or spiritually, I was in a different place. Yeah. So 
which is good because if they're all mm-hmm. in harvest at the same time, I might lose my mind. Yeah, and if exactly. I'm all in at the same time, I might lose my <laughs> yes. mind, right? So yeah, that's, if, if I had to say there's a pattern to it, that's what I would liken it yeah. to. Yeah. And it's really like, you know, God's working in every area of your life. He's mm-hmm. trying to like mature you in this one area. He's trying to bring awareness to this one area. Yeah. And it's just like, this uh, it's like this juggling act it's always happening it's Mm -hmm. always going and um he knows when it's the right time to Mm -hmm. do this or the right time to to close that and it's like we have to recognize that like he knows he he knows what he's doing we just have to have that faith and Mm -hmm. one will open one door will, will close and and um i think it's also having a heart that just remembers that like leave your hand open. Don't just leave it so closed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here. And it's yeah. because sometimes you think I, but I know this is good for me. Mm. <laughs> and then you don't realize that like he has something that's so much bigger. If you just let it go. And he's like, I have yes. something way better than that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. I love the open handed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it is hard to stop something when you know it's good. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it's good, but again, just as you said, you have no idea what he has on the other side of that. And I think that's when he's saying to me, Amy, who do you trust in this moment right now? Are you just going to hang on to your past or the moment that you're in? Or are you going to trust me when I say, yeah, I'm taking you out while it's good because I have something better for you. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. And the more, and you know what, sometimes we're going to make mistakes. Yeah, yep. We're going to take a step and it doesn't go the way we thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. I still think the Lord is pleased that we've taken a step, that we were taking yeah. a step based on yeah. something that we felt he was leading us to do. Yeah. And really, ultimately, um, isn't that what life is about is taking those steps to follow him, learning every day how to hear from him better. Mm -hmm. And we don't, if we're never willing to take a step. Yeah. Yeah, Because I could see how people could easily like be very afraid to make the wrong, Uh take the wrong step or afraid to go the wrong path because they don't even know if it's right or or, or not. Mm -hmm. And that, so then you're just left like not, not taking a step, you know, right. which can yeah. be very difficult. But yeah. Yeah. do you want to be safe or do you want to, uh, I would rather live dangerously for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And yet I, I say that, but that's easy for me to say yes. <laughs> uh, it's harder to take the step. Right. Yes. But I, I think it let's talk, I mean, the, the talents, the parable of the talents, yeah. right. Yeah. You had the one who was, who was given five and multiplied it to 10. Yeah. You also have, you have that one. And I, man, the first time I read that story, I thought he was being so hard on the guy who only know. the one yeah. time, right? Cause he's thinking, well, I know this guy and he's, he's a hard man. And so I don't want to lose it. I don't want to mess yeah. it up. So yeah. I'm going to play it safe. Mm. I'm not going to gamble with his money. I'm not going to throw it out there to see yeah. if I can multiply it. I'm just going to be sure I can give him back what he gave me. Well, at the end of the day, the end of my life, I don't want to hand back to God and go, here are all the things you gave me. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I didn't multiply them. I didn't do anything with them, but here you go. Versus, hey, Amy, I gave you those things because I had something for you to do with that, mm-hmm. right? For my glory. True. So yeah, take take the step. So good. I love, I love that. that. Um, <laughs> we have some fun questions here. So, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, kind of, to, to end it off, but these are fun. So we, we ask everyone who comes on the podcast this. 
So the first one is, what books or book are you currently reading? And we know you always have something because you are. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> love your recommendations. <laughs> um, so I have a few things going right now. Um, one, I really should have read a long time ago, but for some reason, the Lord has had it in front of me. So um, The Blessed Life by Robert Morris. So about giving and generosity and, mm. and how we give. Um, that's been something that that God has had in front of me. So that's actually one that I'm reading right now. I'm also, I have another book going too. I have a few different things going right now. And it's just the seasons of a woman's life by Lois Evans, which you've heard of Tony Evans, pastor Tony. Yes. Evans. Um, his wife actually passed away last year, but, um, beautiful book that she had written uh, just about the seasons of a woman's life. And so I've kind of got that going on the side, you know, I love audible. Um, yes. I'm listening to. <laughs> so um, I'm listening to a few things right now. I have never listened to or read any C.S. Lewis. And I, of course, Ooh, I know I he's a classic. Yes. Yeah. So I'm listening to the screw tape letters, which is really fun to listen to because you, you feel like you're listening to Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking to, you know, he's talking to Wormwood. And so, so that's interesting. And um, I also just started life is in the transition. And it's a lot about, um, which actually might interest you and kind wow, of goes with this so topic. Right yes. now. <laughs> uh, life is in the transitions. And it's a, um, a man who did a study of lives. He went all around the country to every oh. state, um, interviewed different people who were going through different transitioning times in their life and how they handled that and what that looks like. So wow. that's been interesting as well. So hopefully we'll be reading I, that one. Yeah. I have yeah. kind of a, <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. So. That's so awesome though. That's <laughs> awesome. Embracing obscurity. Awesome. That's the new one. I haven't started. I just picked it up. Uh, the subtitle is becoming nothing in light of God's everything. Ooh, oh, wow. That, that sounds really great. powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? The author is anonymous. Wow, that's so yeah. unique. But anyway, it's it's more about being willing to um, being used without being recognized in the process. Oh. Um, so just embracing, you know, not 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 drawing attention. Again, it's about him. It's not about me. Kind of mindset. Okay, so we always love to ask people like, "What is your favorite now?" And that can be anything from: Is it your favorite podcast? Is there a song? A movie? maybe a food or a product that you're just loving right now? Oh my goodness. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, I am a huge podcast fan. I listen to quite a few different ones. Um, I, I noticed that uh, Laura Akins just Lauren Akins just started a new podcast called live in love. Um, after her book, you may know she's married to uh, Thomas Rhett, who is a country artist, um, but her podcast was sweet. I listened to the first one of that. So I'm enjoying, um, like I said, lots. There are several, several, several that I listen to. Matter of fact, my family gets a kick out of because I'm always sending them something to listen yes, to. You know? yes. It's only 20 minutes. You guys listen to this. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I am a big podcast fan. Um, there's another podcast that I love and they also, I mean, it's just two ladies, two old ladies like me, <laughs> not young like you guys, yeah. um, but they also talk about products. And so I'm loving for the girls out there. Um, <laughs> there are some thrive cosmetic products that I have discovered that I am really 
Julie Loving. So I don't know if you're familiar Ooh. with Thrive, but you can check yes. that out. So anyway, that's those are a couple of things that I'm loving right now. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> we love like, well, also somebody who just, we love to hear all the podcasts that we can and, yes. and they're so good. So that's awesome. We're putting those on our list. Yes, for out. sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to ask, maybe you could um, close out with like a small prayer for somebody who, who's kind of going through a season of waiting that oh, you think absolutely. would maybe help them out. Sure. Absolutely. Yes. Let's pray. God, you are so good to us. You are all-knowing and ever-present. And as Glendon mentioned, God, even in a season of waiting, we are never alone. Um, Lord, I just pray if anyone is feeling the weight of that right now, and maybe they're anxious and they're asking a lot of those questions, Lord, that you would just reveal yourself to them in a new and beautiful way, that you would encourage them. Uh, show them how you're at work right now, maybe in ways that they can't see, but that they can know that you have their very best in your interest and their very best God is what's going to bring you the most glory and to bring you the most honor. So let our hearts be humble and focused on you and God just use us, use us up in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you. Um, I'm honored to be a part. Thank you. Yeah. Is there any place people can get to connect with you or maybe get to follow you along your journey or anything? Oh, goodness. Well, I do a little on Instagram. I do love Instagram. So um, it's just my name, which is very long and hard to spell, but I, you can <laughs> you can throw yeah. it out there if you yes. want to. Yeah. Um, with our house build, we, uh, we, I've also had a lot of fun decorating. Mm. We love to antique and things like that. So I do have another Instagram that we do, uh, Life on Lake Lane. Yes. Um, that is our, that that's kind good. of our fun. Yeah, that's a little different one. And I've been off the grid. My son's getting married. And so we've yes. had some other things going on. And, um, but I plan to get, to get back out there soon. So yeah. other than that, we do host a group in our home. We'd love to get together and, and just meet with people and talk through God's word. So yeah. anytime somebody wants to do more of that or know more about that, they can message me. I'd be glad to point them to resources or help them get something started. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you so this much. Thank so you. <laughs> I've loved it. Thank you for having me. Wow. Wasn't that just an amazing conversation? It was so good. Thanks for listening, friend. We hope that this episode was useful to you. Don't forget to share it with a friend who you think it would benefit. And you can connect with us on our Instagram page at Fellowship and Deep Talk Podcasts and our anchor page. We hope you have an awesome day. Hey friends, thanks for listening. It would mean so much if you would subscribe and would give the podcast a rate and review. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.